Hello, beautiful people. I am Haley. I'm your guide to love. Welcome back. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. So today I have Albert Baez here, and he is a meditation coach, life coach, really all about empowering men in their healing and especially in masculinity. And I love what you're doing. Albert and I have been good friends for a while. So welcome. Thank you, Haley, once again for having me here on your show. Um, and I want to thank you for all that you do as well. Obviously, you give me inspiration to continue to do all that I do. So thank you for having me today. Of course, you're welcome. Yeah, so tell everybody a little bit about your background. Okay, so as Haley mentioned, um, as, of, as, as of now, I am working mainly with the healing amongst men um, and with meditation, also a meditation coach. A bit of my background is that I have two years since I've gone into this awakening. And, you know, during those times, it was through depression. I went through some deep depression. And during that time is when I really started doing healing. The first thing that came to me was meditation, was the ultimate. Um, meditating has allowed me to, you know, figure out the roots of where a lot of my healing needed to um, well, where a lot of my healing came from, where it stemmed from, you know, from childhood. And, you know, through meditation, I've been able to make the unconscious conscious, uh, having more overall awareness to the traumas and, you know, my, my triggers and things like that so I can fully heal them to become the best version of myself. And, you know, in, in through going through my journey, you know, I, I utilize my Instagram to share my journey, um, tools that I, I use um, really. And, you know, I just want to encourage people to, A, seek their personal truth and heal. You know, heal yourself, find that love, that happiness uh, within you. We've been conditioned to seek it outside of ourselves, seek it in other people, but truly it is already within us. We just have to remove the layers that um, society, you know, our environments, you know, people around us have placed on us, that we've allowed to put on us. And we've pretty much just... Um, been buried under all of that you know but it's always there it's there within us and you know that's why the necessary inner work is necessary and that's why i always encourage people to do yes definitely yeah and i love what you're saying because this is something i've noticed that i've been speaking a lot with people on is like you're right we've all been taught that oh if i could just get the perfect relationship then my life will be amazing or if i could just get more money or whatever externally but really it's have an amazing inner world, your external world will automatically change. Amen. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that, that, you know, people are just reflections. We're all just reflections of one another. And one of my favorite sayings is, so within, so without. Mm -hmm. That everything in the outer world is, is literally a manifestation of what's going on within us. So until we heal from some of these wounds, we're going to subconsciously seek out and attract the same similar people, same patterns, same environments, um, similar situations until we learn that lesson and we could, you know, pretty much ascend and, and, and grow from that. So, um, you know, again, it's, it's all conditioning. It's all conditioning. We've been conditioned to go outside of ourselves to, to, to seek these things. But, you know, as the law of attraction states is that you know, we're always vibrating on a certain frequency. You know, your energy is going to match you to those who are in that same frequency as you. 
So if you're looking for something outside of yourself, if you say, I'm, I won't be happy until I have more money, I won't be happy until I find love, or even I won't find love until I find it in somebody else, what we're doing is we're creating attachments and we're creating um, these voids to be filled by things outside of ourselves. Therefore, we're always chasing something. Uh, we're always after something. And we're not truly allowing ourselves to have it naturally. So then it could come to us you know, from a place of being whole instead of a, a place of being broken. That's what I think many people do, especially with uh, relationships. It's almost like, you know what? I need to find love. Let me go, you know, get with the first person I can so I'm not by myself um, because it could be very lonely. But you're pretty much seeking out love from a, from a place of desperation and brokenness and loneliness instead of a place of wholeness and having somebody match you and match the love that you should be giving yourself to begin with. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. And I think that it's like those people that go from relationship to relationship to relationship, they can't be single. Yeah. And so what about, cause we mentioned this too before we went live together and I was telling you about that book, Hard Times Create Strong Men. Mm. And I think that nowadays people are really struggling with everything going on with, you know, the, the current state of society. So what would you tell people? As far as, um, well, with everything that's going on now, with yeah, just everything going on. Cause you, you know, you were always, I mean, I know you, um, I know you've always, you have not always been this way, but you have a very calm state of being. Yeah. And I think that that's the, you know, the inner, the inner game now is more important than ever. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I really feel like, you know, with what's going on right now during these times, it's really forcing people to be indoors, you know, social distancing, which, you know, I get it. We're social um, creatures. You know, we, we like to interact with, with other human beings. Uh, we get a lot of energy from that. But in being in solitude, literally, that to me is the number one requirement when it comes to healing, you know, because if you have a lot of noise going out, going on inside of your inside of your head and you're constantly, you know, surrounded by the people and you're constantly on the go, you don't have that time to really dedicate to yourself. So I think now is really crucial for people to take this time and really get to know themselves on a deeper level because everything, um, again, everything outside of us is literally just based off that relationship we have with ourselves. So what I mean by that, you know, I, I have this calm uh, state of being, as, as you mentioned, a lot of it comes from, you know, my meditation practices, journaling, being out in nature, being out in solitude. Now it's, it's, I'm calm because I understand, you know what, I'm a spiritual being. I'm having a temporary human experience, a, a human experience. So a lot of these experiences that come to me is literally like my lesson to be learned. So if I look at it as an attack and I looked at it from a, a victim's mentality, if you look at it from that perspective, then it's always going to seem like, well, you know, I'm getting the bad card, you know, like life is not treating me well. But we could shift the perspective into, no, what is this teaching me? These are all my lessons. And when we could be grateful in knowing that it is honestly, it, it's a, it's a pleasure to be alive during these times, during any moments. We're here for a reason. And the moment we realize that you start to have more inner peace with yourself because, you know, we don't allow the outer world to um, reflect your inner dialogue, you know, 
um, and it's just about being more proactive instead of reactive. You know, we, we, we've been conditioned to be reactive and to respond to things that are going on outside of ourselves. But uh, one of my favorite um, sayings, I think is Dr. Joseph Spencer that says this, says, um, is your environment, is your environment, um, and I'm just paraphrasing, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not saying it correctly, but it goes along the lines, um, is your thinking creating your reality or is your uh, reality in your environment um, mm -hmm. based off your thinking? Wait, did I say that right? Yeah, listen, is your I environment can... Yeah, um, yeah, you said it right. Okay, is your reality like dictating your thoughts, you know, your, your moods and everything, or is your moods and your thinking pretty much creating your reality? And that's what we have to start doing is we have to regain our power back and realize that we are, you know, we create our reality, you know, and it, it comes from doing that work, from doing that inner work and knowing that, you know, what we've been conditioned with just been layers and layers and layers that kept us from that light that we already naturally have within us. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So man, you're saying some good gold nuggets here. Cause I love Joe Dispenza. And I think yeah. that that quote is more important than ever because so many people, you know, think about it. They're, they're watching the news every day. You know, they look right. outside, the streets are empty and it's, they're letting that control them. Right. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's literally, you know, that's why I don't, I don't watch the news, you know, not against anybody who does, but I feel like they, they um, dictate the type of feeling that you should be feeling, you know, and I feel like they, they push an agenda of massive fear, of separation, uh, of, of hatred, you know, and if you allow them to program that into you, then that becomes your reality. So if you allow somebody else to do your thinking for you, then you're going to base your, your belief and your reality based on what you're seeing. That's why we have to be mindful of the things that we consume as far as what we're watching, what we're listening to, because it becomes a part of us. It becomes the voice in our head. And then we, we, we follow that voice in our head and we create our reality based on that because this is what we believe is, is true. Um, but knowing that once we regain our power, we go within ourselves. Um, you know, one thing I would like to say is like, if you wake up in the morning, is the day going to be good because you decided to be? Or you know, or does mm. the, day, the day decide if you should feel good or not, you know? So I always wake up, you know, with those affirmations and gratitude, like, you know what, today's going to be a good day because I choose for it to be a good day, you know, and I choose to look at everything as good, you know, as, as, as it is. Um, and meditation has helped me a lot with that, honestly, uh, mm -hmm. because through meditating, I think the main thing with meditation that I always want to, the message I always give to people when it comes to meditating is that, you know, once you become more advanced, you can get to a deep meditative state where, you know, you're not, no thoughts come to you and you're just in a deep space. But for the most part, I think people strive too hard to get to that point. To the point where it's like, if a thought comes to you, you're going to try to resist it, try mm -hmm. to resist it. But when your attention goes, that's when energy goes. So as you're meditating, if you give attention to a thought that comes to you, whether good or bad, um, now you're creating... Um, an emotional charge you're putting energy towards that now your all your attention goes there to that thought but the art of meditation to me is to uh, accept what is you know without judgment allow thoughts to come to us without judgment um and just letting it be as it is and accepting it as good like you know what this is this is good um and when we can do that then 
automatically we we have different um we're on a different frequency now because you know the vibrations we're energetic beings so the energy is different now the energy that we're putting out again it comes from a place of wholeness it comes from a place of goodness instead of a place of like feeling hurt or feeling you know feeling uh yeah, mainly that hurt, you know, when you feel hurt for people, hurt people and heal people, um, try to heal people, you know, mm. this is why you're doing what you're doing, because, you know, you're doing it, the necessary work. Now you aspire to do the same for others. And, you know, likewise with me, that's what mm -hmm. inspires me is to, you know, share what I've learned along my journey. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that that's, um, it's so, so important because so many people struggle in their relationships. And that's really what we all crave is deeper connection with other people. Yes, absolutely. Um, and again, you know, intimacy, the word intimacy is into me, I see. So it's like the deeper we meet ourselves, that's the deeper love mm -hmm. that we're, we're going to manifest. But again, these relationships that we're seeking with other people is literally just a mirror of ourselves. So I sincerely feel like, um, every partner that we have in a relationship, we're teaching each other things about ourselves, ultimately. And if you don't love yourself, then you can't be surprised if you keep manifesting, you know, lovers who don't love you. Mm -hmm. um, or you may not even, they may actually be trying their hardest to love you, but you may not even see it as love because, you know, there's a void within you that you're not feeling. And if you're putting out attachment, that's what most people know. I, I feel like most people don't really understand love. It's conditional and attachments because it's under the circumstances of, hey, you know what? Haley's my girlfriend. I love Haley as long as she's, you know, this woman that I envision her to be in my head. And if she's not providing me what I believe that she should be providing me with, then I don't love her anymore. And that's why I think the friction comes into instead of saying, instead of saying, you know what? I unconditionally love Haley because of who she is, who she naturally is. Yes, she has some flaws, just like I do. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I'm willing to have the patience to work through them with her, and I choose to love her regardless. It's not its not about what a person can do for you. It's about what you can give. That's what I think love should ultimately be. You know, what can I give? Um, and and it's literally, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a selfless act. It has to be selfless. But I think most people in love are selfish. It's good to be selfish at times. I know you, you talk a lot about that as well mm -hmm, when it comes mm -hmm. to like your pleasures. But but again, how can you be selfish if you don't really know yourself? You, mm. know, you don't even know what you want. Nobody can ever provide to you if you don't know what you want, you know? And, you know, that's pretty much my thing is everything starts with self, you know? You learn to love yourself, everything falls into place. Mm. No, I agree with you on that. And I, and I think that that's one thing that I speak a lot about too, is I think that our society sometimes is misinterpreted self-love. Like self-love isn't, I mean, obviously I post those pictures of girls in bathtubs or whatever, but it's not just the bathtub and then getting mani-pedi. It's doing the deeper yeah. work to figure out why are you having the same type of relationship patterns you're having. And I loved how you brought up how most people view love as conditional. Cause that is so true, right? Like, Oh, um, I love my boyfriend because he buys me things. That's why we're together. Or like yeah. if a guy's like, oh, I only like her if she dresses a certain way and we have sex whenever I want to. Well, that's not right. <laughs> right. 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 It's messed up. And, 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 and in that aspect, I feel like people, you have a lot of broken people. You know, you have men 
and obviously this will, I guess this will, this is right on cue with you know talking about a lot of what I like to speak on uh, uh, men us men healing the the masculinity the the masculine energy I feel like we've had a false representation of ma uh, of masculine energy it's been very toxic because what we've been taught is to be literally animals to only look at women for the sex for their physical assets and women also remain broken because you know naturally you know men give women receive so the energy that we're putting out that the women you know you women take it in so now i feel like we're kind of like many women may put into their mind like well the only way i'm going to get love is if i offer my body and i you know just have the sex that my partner wants mm -hmm. but like you said most women are not being satisfied because um it's a deeper connection to this sex is beyond just a physical connection and i think women really do understand that on a deeper level mm -hmm. but men we're not conditioned to understand that on a deeper level and that's why we have to do the necessary work to really go deeper within ourselves to um to heal ourselves because once we heal ourselves then we're not placing these conditions on our women once we heal ourselves we actually um we actually have more passionate sex you know sex is actually more meaningful now because it's not looking it's not it's not looked upon as an escape now like an escape to heal from my brokenness you know and that's what i think happens a lot in, in that act of like you know energies are being exchanged and if if i'm a man living under the impression of like hey women are only good for sex and they're only good for their bodies i'm still a broken man because i'm i'm only at my root chakra you know i haven't even you know i haven't you know my energy is not even all the way up as it should be because i'm i'm only staying at surface level i'm only in survival mode i'm only in tune with the animal side of me as a man instead of the spiritual being that we're meant to be and mm. you know the, the more we can heal as men so now when we have these acts of sex where our women now you know the woman also rises so now we're both rising you know we're both you know rising as as you know through this act instead of using it as a as a way to subconsciously um heal ourselves through being broken and not feeling accepted or loved or appreciated so but that's my thoughts on it again you know i'm no expert on it you know i leave that to people like yourself and you know like the sexual kung fu mm -hmm. but i'm learning my little you know no, no listen I, I was thinking about him too as you said that because i think that no listen i mean you, you said it spot on i mean joe dispenza mentions that with the fact that most people are stuck in their lower chakras, haven't even gone, you know, above the solar plexus, then you're shut off with your heart, you know, so everything yeah. kind of, you know, shut off. And so I right. think that that's why our society really, you know, look at it what it is now. I mean, I think that we are having that shift, uh, being, you know, forced to slow down, getting the feminine with everything going on. Yes. And then of course, which is great, uh, stepping more into the fifth dimension, but, I think a lot of people are resisting it and fighting it. <laughs> so. Right, right, and, and that's where and that's where you know people that resist and they're fighting it. Um, what you resist is always going to persist, and ultimately, if you're going to suppress it, that's what leads to depression. And this is what most men, what we're accustomed to being. Um, when you don't heal your heart chakra, then we're not in tune with our emotions. So what happens is that we're always suppressing emotions because we don't know how to communicate. Or understand our emotions so the opposite of suppression and depression is expression to being able to express mm -hmm. it 
But again, most men are not able to get to that level because we're just stuck at the root level. We're stuck at, you know, at, at our lower, we're always at our lower self. So, you know, things that I feel like all men should, should be encouraged to try is, you know, the semen retention, try semen retention. Because when you do the semen retention, that in itself is probably a topic for a whole other day of the benefits of actually, you know, keeping the semen within you. Yeah. Practice a form of celibacy. Because now, again, now you're, you're not just looking at a woman for her physical body. So you're not just admiring the flesh. So as men, we're part animal, but we're also part spiritual. So if you think of animals, what animals need to survive is flesh. You know, they pray and they go hunt and they need flesh to survive. And the same could be said for men. It's like if we're only looking at women for her flesh mm-hmm. and we believe this is what we need to survive. And the root chakra being the, 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 the chakra for survival, then we're always going to be in survival mode. But the way we ascend is by controlling that energy and knowing that it's beyond just a physical experience. It's, it's literally a spiritual experience. You know, it's, it's a, very healing experience if we allow it to be but we got to be able to control our energy so we can manifest it in proper form but you know none of this was taught to us so it's like this is all we know as men as men we just taught to hey you know boys don't cry you know suppress your emotions as a man you're 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 considered the man by how many body counts you have how many women can you sleep with you know mindless sex you know just hook up as many women as possible go get drunk go to the bar hook up with the first girl that you see. And, you know, it's not, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's toxic. You know, it's a toxic paradigm that we've been following for a long time that I think now it's coming to the light. And this is why, you know, we're healing. Like you said, I, I feel like the, the world of what's going on with this um, pandemic is like, I feel like we've had an excessive amount of masculine energy. And now it's, it's being called back to the, the feminine energy. It's the age of the Aquarius, as they say. It's like, um, it's it's now forcing men to like, hey, dude, you have to go within. You have to heal yourself. You can't put this burden on on your girlfriend anymore. You know, you have to do this for yourself. You know, society needs us men to do this work. You know, I, I connect with more women than I do with men that are on this journey, on this path. You know, it's like, it, it seems like an unmanly thing to do to heal. But again, if you want to be a great, you know, the best father you can be, the best son you can be, the best husband you can be, the best man you can possibly be, um, we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to, you know, the women in our life to, you know, be, to ascend and to heal and to rise up to our greatness. Mm. Yes. And I'm so glad that you brought that up, though, because I do think that, you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think that more women are doing it, but I also think that I think guys want to grow spiritually and personal development, all that, you know? Yeah. Um, you, Michael, Jordan, uh, a few of y'all are doing it and you're like literally doing yeah. it, but yeah, it's, um, why do you think that is? Do you think maybe guys just aren't aware as women? That's exactly it. I, I sincerely feel like, um, Women are, are more intuitive. The, the feminine energy, so just in general, the feminine energy, as you know, as humans, mm-hmm. we both, both men and women both have masculine and feminine energy inside of, inside of us. Um, the feminine energy is the inward energy. It's, it's, it's spirituality. It's feeling. It's compassion. So naturally, a woman has 
more feminine energy within her. So it's more natural for her to know these things and to feel these things. You know, it's why women have the womb because they feel they, you know, they, they receive energy. Um, they're more intuitive. You got, you know, women are, are naturally more intuitive than men. Men, the masculine energy is to, is the manifestation. It's the doing, it's the, uh, you know, the thinking. So what happens is that when, when, this is why we need a perfect balance because if we're too much in our masculine energy, then what we're thinking is that, Hey, I just have to do men more times than not. It's like men are valued by what they can provide. Mm -hmm. What can I provide as a man? You know, what can I go get this girl? What can I go buy her? You know, it's the labor, it's the hard work I can do. It's how I can think, um, you know, I have to be the breadwinner for the home. So when we're just tapped into that energy and we believe that that's all that we are, then when I mention something like, Hey, you have to heal your feminine energy to a man is going to sound like, Whoa, are you calling me gay or is this something like, you know, homophobic, you know, and it's rejected naturally because again, it's, it's a condition what society put on us, what it's meant to, what the definition of it is to be a man. It's to be stoic, not show emotions because women are more emotional. Men are a little bit more, um, you know, more decisive, right? But just because we're more decisive doesn't mean that we can't get a tool with our emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, and I think we're just afraid of it ultimately to open ourselves up to be vulnerable because we're looked upon as these, um, you know, as the providers and the people, the doers, and we'll feel weak if we're not, you know, showing our, showing up as our best selves, but it's okay. The, part of the healing journey is literally breaking yourself down, breaking yourself down, being vulnerable, being raw with yourself, with your insecurities, your fears, and you know, and, and just integrating everything so you can become, you know, the full spectrum of who you're meant to be, you know, have a perfect balance of both energies. So that's what I see that's going on. And as you see, there's more men that are, that are now naturally going towards the light that they're, you know, doing the necessary steps to like heal. Um, and that's why I want to put out more content on that, you know, to, for the men who don't know where to start at, you know, cause one thing if a woman is telling a man to heal, and I think this happens a lot with, you know, if a, you know, if a girl's in a relationship with a man, more times than not, women are taking that burden to like, they're staying with a man, even though, you know, the man's not expressing himself emotionally and they're pretty much like a shell of themselves. But the woman's kind of saying like, no, this is my duty to heal my man. I want him to heal. I'm going to show mm. him how to heal. But a man ultimately like rejects it because it's coming from a woman. And it's like, no, I'm a man. I have to show my superiority superiority over this woman but when it's man to man as men if we could come together and like hey bro we can cry together we can share some of our weaknesses you know we can show our vulnerabilities and know that's okay you know it doesn't make us weak you know it doesn't make us soft it makes us more manly that we can you know be this but you have to create that space for one another so we can initiate the healing to, to be done mm. Yeah, definitely. Because I do think that um, I almost don't think women are more emotional. I think it's just we were allowed to be emotional. Don't you think that? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, because I cry all the time, but I also think that's more acceptable in society. Yes. Like for me to do a post right now on Instagram, be like, oh, I was just I had an emotional day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, and then if you did that, I don't know if it would be as acceptable, but we need more men doing that, though. Right, right. I mean, think about it, like you said, like, let's say you as a woman, it's so natural for you to, let's say if you put up a post and you show yourself like crying and break it down, you're like, oh, I'm so sad about this. Nobody's going to ridicule, uh, ridicule you for it. I'm like, oh, Haley's just going through it. But as men, it's almost like we mask that version of ourselves. Many men want to cry about certain things, but again, the label on us is like, we'll be considered soft or weak if we show that weakness because we're looked upon as like the leaders. We have to lead the way. Um, so we can't, any signs of, 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 you know, of getting into it, the emotions is a sign of weakness. A lot of it also comes from, again, just not, not being in tune with the heart, with the heart chakra. Um, mm -hmm. We have three forms of communication. We have, we have three minds, the heart, the gut, and, you know, the actual mind. The heart is the center for communication. And if you don't understand your emotions, then we're always, you're always going to try to suppress it, you know? So, you know, it's why many, many men, if I'm not mistaken, I think the number is out of every person that commits suicide, I think 70% of it is men. Ooh, because by the time a man gets 40, 50 years old, he's just an old grouch because he's like, ah, oh, like, it, it, like something's just aching but it doesn't know how to communicate it's it because this. we close that part of we close that part of ourselves off for so long. Because again, as children, since little boys, and I still see it to this day where I see fathers with their sons, and the son will start crying. It's like, oh, don't cry, don't be, don't stop, you know, stop acting like a little girl, or oh, big boys don't cry, or men don't cry. So that's already instilled in you in your subconscious as a as a as a programming. Men don't cry. Men don't cry. I'm not mm. supposed to cry. I'm not supposed to feel these emotions because that makes me weak. But when we can let go of that paradigm, we can allow ourselves to really get in tune with our emotions and know that it's okay. It's okay for us to express them and to be open and vulnerable with ourselves. And that's what I think more men need to do, you know. Mm -hmm. And the world needs that, though, because women, we crave a man that's like a masculine man, but with a feminine heart. Yes, yes. And I think that that's so needed. I mean, think about with um, like a man raising a daughter. That's what we, what we all want. Right. And I think of it, think about how powerful it is. Like as men, you know, the, the old saying is like, oh, as men, we don't understand women. I totally understand women. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think what happens at times is that here's what I believe to, to be true. Um, it's almost like we subconsciously, we preset certain things within us. Like you said, there's just a normal attraction of, you know, female craving that masculine energy because women are more naturally intuitive and more in tune with their emotions. But at times they, they, they lack like that focus and that direct, that directness. And, you know, it's, it's an attraction when a man is very bold and very, you know, direct with his energy. And I think as men, the more we can understand our feminine energy we can now better understand our, our women so now we can help you know we can help lead you know our women a lot better you know and it again because we're all just mirrors of one another so the more i'm in tune with my feminine energy the better i can understand my woman now it's not always us arguing at the top of our necks we're not always arguing you know women may be very emotional especially let's say through one of your cycles, you know, through, through your periods or something, women get more emotional, you know, so you may say something as a woman and a man will take it as an attack. But if I understand my woman and I understand like, Hey, she's just going through her cycle. She's just feeling a little bit emotional right now. 
let me help her redirect her energy and focus it better so she's not all over the place. Now, instead of conflict, there's a solution. And we, you know, we're both in tune with one another. So mm-hmm. I think it's fully healthy for relationships, for men to, for us to get in tune and understand that aspect of ourselves um, better. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And I also think it's like, it's like not apologizing. Because I was like, right. I've always been so emotional. And I remember right. for me, you know, growing up, my mom was like, uh, you know, you're just so emotional. Right. You know? And so I feel like for men, it's like, stop crying. For women, it's like, she's so emotional. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so right. I think it, uh, it's good to express emotions and not apologize for feeling what you're feeling. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what do, yeah, you, what do you want to leave everybody with? Uh, the main message, again, is, is do the inner work, man. Heal. Take this time, especially now during these times that we're going through. You know, if you can't go outside, go inside, go within yourself. Mm-hmm. Better that relationship with yourself. Seek your truth and, you know, heal that relationship, that inner child within you. Because, you know, the better we strengthen the connection with ourselves, then everything in the outer world is going to manifest and reflect that. And life becomes better and more blissful for us. That's what I want people to do, to, to just do the inner work. It could be messy at times, but it's needed, you know. It is Definitely. Needed. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Uh, so my Instagram is seekyourtruth888 um, on Instagram. Don't have my YouTube yet, but I'm going to be having a YouTube soon. But for now, just hit me up on Instagram. Feel free to message me um, about anything, you know. And uh, I'm free, free to the people to share anything that I know and be of service for anybody that I can be. So Sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really feel like you said some great um, nuggets for people. And I think this is a conversation that was really beneficial. So thank you. Thank you, Haley, for having me once again. And continue to do, as you've been doing, continue to be the light that you are. Thank you for having me on today. Thank you. Yeah. And then everybody, be sure to subscribe to my podcast. I'm on iTunes, SoundCloud. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And comment below. Let us know your thoughts about this video with me and Albert. And have a beautiful night. All right, bye.